Welcome to the show, everybody. My name is Pete Wright, and I'm sitting here with Megan Strand. Hi, Megan. And Dane Christensen. Hi, Dane. Hi. Not not sitting here necessarily, but um... no, because I know at least two of us are standing. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I'm on week two of my standing desk extravaganza. Pete and his innovative ideas about living. I love it. I'm standing like a madman. Yesterday, I had to go to a client site and sit all day and podcast, <laughs> and it was a terrible day. <laughs> I was itching to get out of that chair. Itching, I tell you. <laughs> I'm loving it. We are the Naked Marketers, and we have awesome things to talk about, including standing desks. Uh, but now we can check that off because we already talked about it. So let's move on. What else do we have to say? Uh, can we talk about uh, by winning? Yeah, no, I was going to say, speaking of men who are so like full of tiger blood that they they can't sit they have to stand at their office because they've just got their winners yeah charlie sheen because they're smoking crack and 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 let me just have the blood of adonis (laughs) we're not including charlie sheen in the show just to improve our search engine optimization results or drive more traffic to our website with that's just (laughs) that's just a perk that's just a perk. Uh, <laughs> we're, we're not. It's we not strategic. Never. <laughs> it's not strategic that we're including trending topics in our topics. Oh, oh, oh! We have to talk about Dick Bar too. Did you hear about? Did you have you experienced the Dick Bar? Okay, we'll talk about Charlie Sheet, but we got to talk about the Dick Bar too. Dude, what? Don't, tease, don't tease me with your Dick Bar and then just oh. move on. Come on. No, no, no. Okay, go ahead. You talk about Charlie okay, Sheet. I thought this was a bar. family show, people. What is going on it is today? Clearly not a family show. All right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Couple of things. Go. Uh, go. Ready and Charlie. Go. Sheen. Go. I have one speed. Go <laughs> exactly. I have one speed. Sheen, it's all Sheen. Um, yeah. So Charlie Sheen has a new podcast. Char- uh, what is it? Sheen's Corner. Is that what it's it is? Called? Sheen's Corner. And what is it with not being able to spell? Really? <laughs> Sheen's it's Corner. K O R N E R. It doesn't make it. There's no kitty to match the corner. It's Sheen. He spells his name right. Can't he spell corner? Give me a break. But, uh, but let's give him credit six for having enough brain cells. Sponsored tweets. Yes, six figures. Oh, oh she's jumping us ahead. Anyway, yeah, his podcast. Right. Okay. Podcast I mean, was become... a disaster. Did well, you watch it? Sheen, uh, no, I was told by TMZ that it was too depressing to watch, and I and I listen to TMZ when they give me advice. Depressing. Well, Oh, well, yeah, speaking said, of they depressing. Said this, they're like, depressing oh, the second podcast is up. But no, so, Megan, I know you hate Charlie Sheen, and you want to move us off this topic as quickly as possible, but let me just <laughs> remind people that about a week ago, I think it was, or maybe two, Charlie Sheen didn't have a Twitter account. He had, like, well, zero followers, none. Okay, I just would like to clarify for the record that I could care less about Charlie Sheen. It has nothing to do with him. I hate how much attention is being given to this lunatic. That is what I'm upset about okay so, but case but in point in a- about the twitter account so let's tell our listeners how many twitter followers charlie sheen amassed overnight well right it, yeah it no, got to no, a million no, in 25 hours right right world record not that it matters a million in 25 hours he's up over two million now and you know because we live in a capitalistic society there are a few companies I- i'm assuming it wasn't charlie's idea but that came to him and said and maybe it was charlie's idea what else does he have to do all day and think about but uh hey You've got followers, and you're shameless. <laughs> let's take it, let's take advantage. And so, yeah, he's sort of parlaying both the Twitter account 
and uh, the podcast, because there are just all of a sudden massive numbers that probably won't be there for too much longer. Um, 2.47 today, Twitter followers. Unbelievable. That's insane. He's, and he's supposedly, apparently, he insane. six figures off of his social media experiments. We're not making that kind of money, by the way. And we mentioned lots of products on this podcast. No, I, I strive to earn $1.8 million per episode of The Naked Marketers, as he did for Two and a Half Men. Hey, if so we, get, got, we got 20 bucks for mentioning Starbucks. I mean, yeah. come on. So get, get to the real news, Dane, the good news about... Okay, so then our, we follow that up. We've, right, we've cleansed the palate. Uh, no, you know, I love off. Charlie Sheen in Scary Movie 3. Oh, yeah? No, that's great. He was um, in it. Scary Movie so 4, he played Tom Logan, uncredited. Let's say that you, uh, you're you still with us, that that our talk of Charlie Sheen hasn't turned you off. Uh, so now let's help you out here, and let's help Megan out. There's a new app, uh, plug-in, whatever, for um, both Firefox and Chrome by Free Art and Technology Lab uh, that filters all mentions of Charlie Sheen. What what will happen is you're in it, so it's browser based, obviously, and you're looking at the news. If Charlie Sheen or uh, like um, uh, if the word Tiger's Blood, like is you know tagged <laughs> tagged to Tiger's Blood or winning, you know words like that, they show up with a nice little sensor bar block, and actually photos of him are also blocked out. If assuming that you know, the picture, <laughs> assuming the picture was tagged with uh, Charlie Sheen's name, yeah. you won't be void of all Charlie Sheen on your browser experience. You can filter him out. I love it. I so do I'm you? Do, I'm going to do that right now. All right. So Dane, do you follow Charlie Sheen on Twitter? No, Dane's not on Twitter. Oh, that's right. Megan, you, I assume, no. do not follow Charlie no. Sheen. I followed Charlie Sheen Dane for two hours. Dane has his own uses for Twitter. Okay, <laughs> we don't. We don't know. We don't want to know about. And, and about none of those Twitter, uses Twitter involve ego. judgment. <laughs> yeah, Megan. I, I oh, followed him God. for an hour, or for about two hours, and and then immediately realized, ah, this is uh, well. When you read his bio, okay, his bio: born small, now huge, winning, bring oh. it, unemployed winner. Oh God! Wow, that's I, wow. I just don't even know how to put that into into any sort of like context. It's just, <laughs> it's just I enjoy sad. Charlie Sheen news on occasion, but uh, no, I'm not following him. Yeah, because I, I enjoy things like that. I I can't come up with phrases like that. I I, I don't know how he does it. I don't know how he sounds yeah, like such a lunatic. Because <laughs> he I, is a lunatic. <laughs> since when? I know. You know what? <laughs> Yeah. They so need here's here's my idea, and I don't want anyone to steal this one uh, unless you're gonna you know give me credit or let me be you know part of the production. But I want to do a Survivor season. What are we twenty five? Where it's just Charlie Sheen and, and Gary Busey. Oh, Gary Busey. <laughs> He's the only other guy I can think of that really has that manic like. Y- 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 you're forming phrases as though they're supposed to make sense, but you're not with us. No, no, he's not on this plane. <laughs> anyway, there we go. Charlie oh, Sheen news. Oh, man. <laughs> uh, okay, I-, I love it. Okay, can we just talk about the dick bar real quick? Oh, I forgot. So this is this was just back big... Up. What? What? Do you, you have something else? Bring- Oh, I said you're bringing back up the dick bar. I'm bringing up the dick bar. Okay, so this is, I find this <laughs> fascinating. All right. So Twitter. You know about this uh, Twitter thing. It's, it's crazy, the Twitter, with the kids and the it. Twitter. They are doing the tweets all over the place. Well, Twitter, the company, right, they bought 
Tweety and renamed it, which was the iPhone app. And they hired the developer over and they, they named, renamed it the Twitter app for iPhone and iPad and, and now and Mac. And you can, you can download uh, these for your devices and, and, and do the Twitter thing on your mobile <laughs> device. Well, Twitter has been, has been struggling a bit, I think, to figure out how to monetize the mobile experience and get these, these promoted trends, which we have uh, apparently talked about, uh, and, uh, and get these, you know, when the advertisers and sponsors pay for these tweets and trends, they want to get them in your face, in, you know, and they have a way to get them in your face on the web experience, but, you know, most people are using Twitter day-to-day on the mobile device. And so they did this, this uh, just a dot release iterative update of their Twitter client for the iPhone first. It was the, the first platform they tackled with this. And they, they uh, launched what's called the Promoted Tweets uh, Bar. It's a trends bar, trending topics bar. So there you are using Twitter, and the and as you're using it, this little bar drops down. It's not little, actually. It's really quite <laughs> obtrusive. It drops down from the top of the screen, translucent, over the top of your tweets, and just it it like keeps folding down with as the trends change over and over and over. It is quite annoying. It is. It really is obnoxious, and and you can't help but feel like you're being kicked in the face when it happens with these promoted trends and they mix in promoted trends and regular trends they're they're trying to soften the blow a little bit i think of making it look too overtly monetized well john gruber of daringfireball.com came up with um or daringfireball.net i think uh came up with the or coined the term dick bar and uh because it's not the you know it's not the dock bar or the trending bar it calls it the dick bar and it took off like crazy uh people switching platforms they jump off of the twitter app even though it was you know largely the best app um you know out there for the or arguably the best and, and sort of simplest app uh, out there for integrating with twitter and it just absolutely backfired uh, you guys obviously you and dane i'm Sure, you don't use the Twitter app. Uh, I do. I' trying to let you guys know I've got my own uses for the Twitter. Yeah, you keep saying that. You say that. Yeah, that's scare me. disingenuous at best. I think. <laughs> and Megan, I use I use it as a news source. Oh. Oh, you're what they what we call the lurker. I'm a lurker. You're a lurker in the IRC days. <laughs> Megan, do you, which what do you use for your iPhone? I actually use uh, Twitterific. I have switched to Twitterific on everything. I've switched I've to it. The like dick bar was too much for me. I, you know, I didn't see the dick bar, and I'm probably okay with that. You got it. You got it. I like Twitterific. I've I've been on it for probably I don't know three months now, and I like it better than anything. I I don't. I love Hootsuite on the on the desktop, but I do not like it on the iPhone. Hmm. Sorry, Hootsuite. Love you, but not on the iPhone. The uh, well, here's what happened though. This is what's so uh, so interesting. I uh, Twitter. Uh, I thought this was great. They actually started. <laughs> Actually, first of all, to show they have a good spirit about you know when they totally screw up their their platform, uh, they actually built a dick bar in their office, a real life physical dick bar, and it's where you go to drink at the end. It's this like coconut themed kind of uh, wet bar where they have alcohol, and right across the top they called it the pound dick bar. Uh, and uh, and that's where they have their uh, afternoon cocktails. And then they immediately released a new uh, update so that the the um, uh, the the dick bar doesn't uh, it doesn't animate anymore. <laughs> so it just it it just sits there on top you know over your tweets. Uh, so you can see trends, but you can't get rid of it. So the question is, 
Uh, you know, last week, Megan and I uh, talked a lot about, you know, the uh, when you get to complain about the free service, right? Twitter is a free service. You don't have an option to pay for it. There are some, you know, platform providers, like you can go pro on Twitterific and pay to get rid of ads there. But Twitter, the service, you, you can't pay for. Um, and, and here they have this free app that was very good, and people go crazy uh, bitching about Twitter trying to monetize the experience, myself included. I got, I, I got frustrated enough that I left the platform. When do they go too far, uh, and when, do, when should I just uh, shut up and swallow it? I've, I've got an idea. I think what they ought to do is sell the space on the fail whale so that every time the fail whale shows oh, up... Oh, that's a good idea. It's, it's like brought to, you, brought to you by... This fail whale brought to you by. That's great. <laughs> this fail. I think that's hysterical. <laughs> it's, the, it's a promoted fail. Oh, the promoted right. fail. <laughs> I think it's brilliant. Although I haven't seen the fail whale in quite some time. I know. It's unfortunate True. that they've actually scaled. Uh, they've got the scaling issue down, I think. I haven't seen Used that Used to get that all time. the time. Well, here's, you know, uh, you, you ask the question in a way that... Um, you know, is meant to to evoke some sort of, you know, guilt, I guess, some consumer guilt. And I feel the guilt, so now I feel like I can't complain. But I think this problem... <laughs> Good. My work is done. <laughs> this problem is so fascinating, really, because I think, hey, I'm not sitting around trying to think, you know, about how, you're make, how you can make your company, you know, make money, I guess. Uh, <laughs> it's, <laughs> that's not my job. But... But it, there's no easy solution, and it's the kind of thing, like, I think to myself, you know how Steve Jobs one time was, was credited with saying, well, the problem with Bill Gates is he never dropped acid. Like, he really should have dropped acid at some point. <laughs> or, or, like, you hear about, um, like, the invention of JavaScript supposedly happened with, it's like, somebody was, uh, was, had smoked pot and gone to a Doobie Brothers concert and was watching the lights above the stage. Like, ah, oh, that reminds me of this thing I want to create called Java. I mean, it didn't quite happen that way, but sort of. Um, so, you know, I mean, innovation sometimes happens. Um, I, I don't mean to say under the influence, but it, like brainstorming, you know, it's not the kind of thing that happens always Sober. successfully. Well, in, in the boardroom with fluorescent lights, I, I think you got to really push yourself to get creative. And these guys just, I haven't seen, it's sort of, you know, they've got one of the most... Um, popular widely used tools in the world and they can't figure out how to make money and i just not hearing the good ideas huh they gotta do something right well like, yeah i mean i don't I, I i guess i don't know that it's not that i'm hearing the good ideas i mean you know the fr the thing that frustrates me the most is that there is no opportunity for me to pay to go pro i mean here i am paying i'm a paid user of hootsuite i know i thought that happened a year ago didn't you like I was waiting for that to happen. I, I know. I've been. It's like the clock has been Twitter ticking. Twitter Pro. Is that I don't what know what that yeah. means. But, well, you know. I, I just I want an opportunity to pay Twitter for the service, right? I mean, would you pay Facebook? Uh, yeah, yeah, no, probably not. Pay, but but, but, if but there, to go but because if there is if there's a free yeah, tool, I think you guys. I don't think that's gonna. And happen. there's a pro version. Pete gets the pro version. More often That's than not. If there is a sale, identity. if there is a sale on electronics, I'm going to go in and ask to pay full price. <laughs> That's who I am. No, if it's a half-off sale, is, I'm going to no. buy two. My point is, if it's a useful tool, let's use um, Evernote as an example. It's great. I pay it's for Evernote. Wonderful. But they have a, a pro version that gives you a, 
expanded capabilities, right? Yeah, I and, guess they're, you, it, and they're worth yeah. the money. Yeah. Why can't Twitter do that? That seems like the most obvious thing, right, Pete? Well, yeah, it absolutely does. I mean, if it's there are people who are going to stay free, and there are people who are going to pay for an ad-free experience. And you know, I would if they would do. Which I guess they could do that, right? Yeah, you get ad, the ad version or the ad-free version. Exactly. That seems like a model that just is a, it. It's sort of nudging them down that road. And then there are other sort of add-ins, like like a verified account. Uh, that's something I would pay for. There you go. To have yeah, a verified that, account. Yeah, that makes there more sense. So there are services in and around this, rather than trying to find. It seems like all of the kind of you know the advertising kind of intellectual capacity at Twitter is just trying to find a way to 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 jam ads into the interface in a way with some sort of nuance. And I, I, I get that, and it's hard to do, but it seems like there's some low-hanging fruit that, you know, it's, Twitter is a big network, and it seems and that's like That's the thing, some... is that it's because of the format. I mean, back to Megan's question about Facebook, would you pay for a Facebook experience? I mean, would you pay for an ad-free Facebook experience? I'm not sure that'd even be worth it, because the ads don't really bother me, because exactly. the interface... The, the interface is, you know, it's okay. It's roomy there. enough. Yeah, it's roomy exactly. enough for that. It's all right, and those ads tend to be pretty targeted, so I mind them less and less the more you know advertisers find me totally with their agree. messages that I like. I love all the ski ads I get in the wintertime. I don't mind them at all. But um, Twitter, yeah, the, the format doesn't quite lend itself to that. And and if Twitter at any point, if 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 it's disingenuous. It it loses its value almost instantly if it's not if there's if well, it loses right. like genuineness. When you're, I mean, a trend is supposed to be a trend, not something somebody paid for. That's exactly why that's yeah. not exactly working. absolutely. Because then it's not a trend. Then it's an ad. That's that's right. It's See not how a we trend. Differentiate it's like, an like ad. That? <laughs> it is not a trend. It's an ad. That's so. I mean, this is pure Isn't brilliance on this show. I mean, yeah, you've got to come really. to this show to get. <laughs> The brain power that you're getting right now. That is right. Big gun. <laughs> I think we need to move off of Twitter. Whatever. Love you, Twitter. I'm on you all day long, but we need to move on. I'm on you all day long, let's but I'm moving off of you now. Uh, yeah, let's talk about Facebook. So I'm going to, you know, when I think about watching the next big blockbuster movie on my small screen, I imagine doing it on a Facebook wall. <sighs> Well, the thing is that I don't think they're going to be big blockbuster movies, but no, Warner Brothers yeah. announced um, yesterday, no, I'm sorry, the day before, that it will begin distributing movies for sale and rent through Facebook, beginning with The Dark Knight. Um, in, what, what I think is interesting about this, okay, A, it, it is very interesting that Facebook will now be distributing media content, but also um, they're available for rent for $3 or 30 Facebook credits. So now people who are racking up Facebook credits like playing Farmville can actually use their credits for something of real value instead of whatever people do on Farmville. <laughs> so I, I I think this is fascinating. Apparently the Netflix shares open 3% lower the morning the deal was announced. Um, but I just, this is, this is interesting. I mean, it's part of the Facebook takeover does it does it fire you up? I mean, does world. it does it is it do you it, are it you fires critical me up. of it? Why why well, do you, you fire know, you I'm up? I'm not critical of it, but I think it's I think it's interesting to note that they're <laughs> kind of you know biting off yet another little segment, and I think the Facebook credits thing is going to become that may become I think even more interesting when you can convert these like 
I don't, I don't know, air Turn, into something useful. <laughs> I, yeah, and I don't know how that works because I'm not a Farmville player. Like, can can you actually excise your, or, or like exchange your turnips for Facebook credits? Is that how that works? <laughs> I, I know uh, Dane, Dane I mean, is yeah. fired. Listen to Dane in the back. I'm fired up. Hello. Sorry, I'm fired Dane. up. Please. See you guys. Somebody call on me. <laughs> okay, Dane. 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 Dane I know, I love, can I just say, I love that my four-year-old now that he's in preschool raises his hand when... He wants to talk at home. Uh, I think that's really very cute. Do that. (laughs) Anyway, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna give you two angles of this. The first one is fine. This is okay. You know, like uh, (laughs) fine. Like I'm on Facebook. I want to watch a movie through Facebook, and Warner Brothers is letting it happen. If it was, if you know, great. If (laughs) if they can sell a movie, if they can make money, if I can, if it somehow seems convenient because you know they're utilizing a platform and, and you know whatever and the cost is right but here's so that's great i have no problem with that what really just starts to rankle me i, I don't know if i've ever used that word before rankle. is yeah you don't use it uh, i don't know if it's, it's used <laughs> properly but okay. look, look it up um is that ah media companies like warner brothers who i, I mean the, the when I see this, you know, my first thought is, you know, fine, although I'd hate to be watching a movie and then have like chat messages show up in the middle of the film or, you know, a notification of an, an incoming mail. I sort of assume that kind of thing's going to happen. I hate that idea, but maybe it won't. But I hate the fact that, okay, it's one movie and we're going to give you 48 hours to watch it and you can only watch it on this platform. I mean, these guys hold back like, you know, like, like it's a gift they're, they're going to hand us when they're ready to give us that gift and we're worthy enough to receive it. You know, I mean, Netflix, they hate Netflix. They hate Redbox because it makes movies inexpensive, you know, widely available and uh, convenient to get to. The blockbuster by my house finally closing down. You know, you just kind of wonder how long it was going to take. Ours is a mattress warehouse now. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I mean, they did really nothing to... I don't know. I, and, and, and so the, the, obviously, I mean, the trend has been there for so long. This is just not new. People want convenience. They want a good cost. And the movie companies want to dictate what you get, when you get it, how much you pay as much as possible. So this 48 hour have to watch on this platform. Then the movie's gone and it's three bucks. I, I mean, there's just no alignment with what I think. And, you know, I mean, when it comes to things like, yeah, music sales and and um i mean anytime they have a bad quarter for instance they blame it on piracy well i haven't really pirated digital content for quite some time I, i'm just <laughs> boy I'm, those were the days <laughs> <laughs> i'm just looking for convenient and a good price and and don't hold back like don't I, my understanding well, is that netflix like the the deal they have with stars you know everyone now is like hey stars what are you doing you're this isn't good. These these movies we can charge more over here for them, and I don't know that that deal. I think comes up within this year, and and we're it's very possible that Netflix, which had made some real headway, you know, uh, signing on new studios, and maybe that's going to continue. But there are a lot of these you know executives sitting down saying we can't let the consumers have it convenient and cheap and not on our terms. We've got to like cut the stuff off. They hate Redbox. Yeah. So that's my fired upness about it. Well, I, I think I'm of two minds on it. I, I I agree with you that I think the studios are well, they're terrified. They they don't understand what 
Well, I don't know that that's not that that's actually true. I think they do understand what's going on, but I think it's you know it's the entrenched model that is so hard to to shake. Uh, but I think there's something about the fact that it's launching on Facebook that is really uh, compelling, and and it shows that there is some kind of at least base awareness that you know they need to be where the people are, and there are a lot of people on Facebook. And so there, there's something to be said for launching a platform with a movie like The Dark Knight, uh, even though, you know, I, I hate to tell you, Warner Brothers, I've seen it a lot. Right. <laughs> um, Right, but, but give there us is, more movies. Uh, right, more I mean, let's let's see, let's really do this with an experiment. Let's you know, let's try this with a movie that people haven't seen or or, or is a brand new release, and and just see how it really works. If you want a fair test, don't do it with a movie that's two years old, you know, or or older. Uh, but but I think there's, I think it's interesting that it's on Facebook. I think it's another model that it's worth uh, it, it's worth testing. I mean, it's it is convenient for avid Facebook users, and there are a lot of them. And let me just say, you know, I mean, so I, I, I totally agree, Pete. This is, you know, on, on the one hand, it's a step in the right direction, makes perfect sense, and you are you're meeting the audience, and really the price isn't horrible. Um, yeah, and I, but, I, although I want to say, I'm with you. I don't like the terms either, and I think Netflix really has it right, where you know you're a paid subscriber, you get to watch the movie as much as you want, you know, as often as you want over the, you know, anytime you want. Yeah, um, it's, it's no wonder that it's you know growing immensely in popularity. Yeah, but but and I don't like this 48. I don't like the rental model. Same thing with iTunes. That makes me kind of crazy. So I I'm, I agree with but, you there. I think there are. Better but speaking ways to of that. Netflix, so yeah. I'm in a hotel last week. Got my iPhone, my Netflix. Account, account and my little you know um adapter i guess from the iphone to the tv mm-hmm. and i've got my option i can uh i can order a movie on my like on demand for what 14 bucks right for an, an almost like still in theaters movie or i can just fire up netflix plug it into the tv and uh that's a lot cheaper because i got you know wi-fi in the hotel and that just tended to make a lot more sense. And I was just just one more, you know, reminder that and I get that, you know, a company, if there's scarcity, can charge a premium. So if you're, you know, in a hotel room and they assume you're a captive audience, then they can charge more. And I get that. Um, but you know, the, the, they I, I hate to see them fight the forces. And I see this as like I would assume that uh, Facebook is saying, Whoa, one movie? Are you kidding? Okay, well, we'll give you a month on that one, but then you really got to blow up your catalog because, you know, we're all going to make money here. Right. But they probably won't. They'll probably be really selective about the catalog they make available. You know, it's just interesting. I heard, I, I heard, uh, and and I don't know if this is a rumor, if it's been confirmed that as that the. uh, the FTC in reviewing the Comcast NBC Universal merger has made it part of the agreement uh, to go ahead with the merger that they that the media company the media arm has to continue to offer their uh, platform or, or offer their properties their media properties movies and TV shows at competitive rates across services in particular iTunes and I assume Netflix Hulu. Um, so they can't go and pull, you know, their movies from iTunes now that so that Comcast well, with their delivery mechanism exactly. could be the sole distributor, and that that I think and is that's and that's aimed at Comcast, who right. was really trying to hold Netflix hostage as they like brought on right. uh, NBC, right? And I think that's Universal. interesting because what that you know what that sort of 
says is there is an aware a regulatory awareness that that media companies are out to do this and i think media companies are also probably aware that they're they're under the gun here to to not be so exclusive they're they're not getting the regulation they should get in my opinion but i am i'm very much enjoying uh 30 rocks um little shots at comcast in their Oh, their, their Cable Town stuff has been yeah. great. The CEO of Cable Town is a hugger. <laughs> I absolutely love it. They are having a lot of fun with that whole merger, and oh, I think yeah. it's great. Um, they're, oh, man, see, now I lost it. You got me thinking about <laughs> Cable Town and hugging, and now I've totally lost my thread. Sorry. Oh, crap. How about Megan? Did she, we lose here? her? I'm here. Oh, I don't. I don't know what you're talking about. So I'm just, <laughs> I'm just being quiet. All right. What's next on the list? Oh, what else do we have to talk about, Dane? I think you had a bunch of stuff. Well, you know, I. I uh, this is really we old. We already news. talked about Charlie Sheen and Facebook. So now you're. Well, you know what? That was. Now you're not fired up anymore. Well, there's a lot of Charlie Sheen news that's happened since we started talking. Um, in, the so, last, in the last 20 let minutes. Me, let me get into that. Uh, yeah, one of the goddesses apparently. No, just kidding. Um, <laughs> I wanted to just, uh, you know, fa- or, uh, Google a few weeks ago uh, made an attempt to purchase a little company in uh, San Francisco, I believe, called Path. Pete, what do you know about this whole deal? Ah, Path. <laughs> waste of breath it's old news uh, no no no. it's a the company a couple I, weeks well i'm interested in what you what you're saying the path of the company is a a micro networking uh, photo sharing uh, service so that you sign up and you say i have only 50 friends that i want to share my photos with i take a lot of photos and i'm excited about it but i'm only excited about it with 50 people uh, so this would be uh, an excellent service for um, uh, what's his name who sent uh, pictures of his privates to the cheerleaders. <laughs> what's his name? The football? Come on, football player. Come on. Well, you're not talking about Brett Favre, right? Brett, Brett Favre. Yeah. So this is that a was perfect, a sideline reporter. Perfect. Okay. Well, well, it's perfect. Uh, a perfect service for that. You have you have just the people who you want to actually see pictures of your privates. And then you can take pictures of them and send them all at once to those it's people not, and not to the world at large. So this is more of a gated, a gated service. You have here's to preload the, the cheerleaders and the, and the sideline reporters. Nice. Well, here's why it jumps out at me and why I thought it might be worth discussing is that, uh, you know, so I've got my, my new camera and I'm, you know, taking way too many pictures. Too many pictures for Flickr to be free for me, apparently. So I called Pete a little while ago and I said, Pete, what do you like? Like, what do you... I mean, I want to upload my my images, um, and and partly, I guess, as a sort of a secondary saving, or you know, like a hard drive or something like that. You know, where I can, I know they're safe, but and also, obviously, I want to share them, and I want to, you know, put them up somewhere. So we were discussing, you know, Pete and I, some options like um, uh, what were some of the what is, what's the one you use? Zen Zenfolio, 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 terrific yeah, so- service. And I've just been on, you know, like, well, which one do I do? Which one? How much is this worth to me? What what quality do I need? I'm not a professional photographer. But then I saw this, like, uh, uh, this uh, path thing. I thought, well, you know what? There is something to that. Like, the whole notion that, on the one hand, I load up my pictures in, uh, in Flickr, 
And really, I mean, unless I, I guess, go in and set privacy settings and that kind of thing, I mean, it's just open to the world. Or I upload them on Facebook, and now you've got, you know, hundreds of people who can see them, whether they want to or not. But isn't there something to the idea that, that you know, you, that not everyone wants to see every picture I take, really? No, no, there's nothing to that. <laughs> and, I do. I do. And, I want to see every picture you take. Well, and what if what if uh, what if you're let's let's throw another you know sort of uh, f- farvish I use farvish example out there. Let's say you're average Joe schmo and you've just taken all kinds of pictures and you've loaded them all up on your Flickr account and on your Facebook account and all these like you know everyone can see them kind of locations. And then let's just say you do something really wrong, or something really um, scandalous, and now you've got to now you got like wait, where are all those? Okay, now people can like search me, and I'm tagged, and I'm you're stuck. You you, you got no privacy in this world. I don't know how much that matters, but I thought it was worth talking about because you know Google thought these guys were worth a hundred million. Probably not the technology, probably the employees, but yeah. But the notion of a closed network, I just think there's room to debate its value because I think for some people that sounds probably, I think there's a lot of people who are really, they have a, a fatigue of being so exposed. Well, all these services, that's the thing. All of these services have a, an opportunity for you or a place or functionality for you to lock down certain groups of, of photos, even Flickr. You can say, I don't want this visible to the public. Uh, and, and so I, you know, whether or not people know how to use it. Is... But don't you still basically sign those photos over to Flickr in a way, even though you've set privacy on them? I mean, that's true of Facebook. Even though I say, well, no one can see these, Facebook still technically owns it because I uploaded it and that's the terms of service. That is a very uh, difficult, that's um, a very difficult uh, thing to parse, I think, for for us average users. Technically, Facebook has to demand the rights to sort of ownership of these things in order to rebroadcast them at any level. And posting them on a web page is rebroadcasting, right? right? And so they have to claim that ownership. But what they don't claim, what they don't uh, uh, say is that you can't delete them later or you can't control the level of visibility of those facebook does say you know we we own the rights to these so that we can you know rebroadcast them on your behalf but you can always delete them and you can always control visibility and you can always take them down and we're not going to use them to advertise right i mean that that that's just kind of the way the law is right now the law hasn't caught up with photo sharing sites and so you know i think it's something to be aware of but not afraid of uh is it still true, Pete, do you know, or Megan, that if I were to go in for whatever reason and say, oh, man, I, don't, I want nothing to do with Facebook, I'm deleting my account, that I then have to go into every single photo that I've ever uploaded one at a time and delete them? No. no. Or say album at a time? No, you don't have to do that. What you do have to be aware of is that other people may Well, I don't have pictures. to, but I could, right? Like otherwise, they don't really—they don't really delete you no, per they, se. Is they what delete. I've been told. No, they delete. They everything deletes. They everything wipe it about clean. you is wiped clean. But uh, what what doesn't get deleted are pictures other people have uploaded about you or with you uh-huh. and tagged you in them. And you know your tag disappears from them, but uh, but you can be retagged and people can say you know Pete Wright is in this photo. He doesn't have an account. Uh, but you know he's in this photo, so that sometimes I think causes some confusion because your pictures will still show up. You thought they were yours 
because they were uploaded two years ago and now you deleted your account and there's pictures of you on Facebook that somebody else uploaded, but they showed up in your photo library because, you know, you got tagged in them. But how schizophrenically narcissistic we are that we go, seem to go, and I'm making assumptions about a broad swath of society here, from wanting as much exposure as possible, and I hope people can find me easily, and they will, if you're on you know, LinkedIn and Facebook and you know, a few other places, you're going to show up when they search you. Uh, and then you know, a week later, wow, nobody finds me. Wow. I'm like, I mean, do you guys ever go through that? Like, you just think you go from thinking exposure is awesome to maybe exposure is not so awesome. Or do you yeah. just always think exposure is awesome? Well, I think exposure is awesome. I think, you know, I think it's more about what what kind of exposure you want, you know, what is the message that you want to send? And and I think that's a schizophrenic part, at least for me, is, you know, when you do a lot of things online, you want to try to figure out the best way to integrate them so it's not hard for people to find the stuff you do want them to find. Well, and let me just say, and I don't want to beat a dead horse here, but um, <laughs> with this whole, like, you know, exposure network thing, but I would say that I, I've seen, or I think I've seen, Pete, you evolve in terms of... Um, you know, I mean, if we go back a year and a half ago or whatever, like there's, okay, you got your Facebook is sort of your friends and then you got your LinkedIn, that's your professional. And, and I think you have done a very good job of just making yourself appropriate for all audiences. And so you're not really concerned about how you've set your privacy settings per se, or, you know, what you've shared with whom uh, on what network, what you say on Facebook. I think that you do what I think makes sense for adults, <laughs> people who are no longer teenagers to do, which is to, to integrate so that you aren't, you don't have any concern that certain things are, are posted here and there. Well, thank you. That's very nice of you to say so. It seems like it makes a lot of professional sense, doesn't it? Well, one would think. But I don't <laughs> and, know. I mean, what do and I again, mean? Megan's quiet. I just thought Megan would jump in here. Well, because she also is for adult audiences. <laughs> <laughs> True. She's, she does have a, an alter ego, of course, of sorts. But I don't have a whole separate Twitter persona like some other Naked Marketers co-host has just revealed to us. It's No, no, no. That's where you go if you want to see all of Dane's pictures. <laughs> There's other. nothing there. Twidentity. The Twidentity. I, I, did you guys see the video I just posted uh, in the Skype chat? I just oh, posted a link to a to the Brett Favre video, and I, I just oh, it's not Lord. safe for anyone, uh, <laughs> but it's fantastic. It's a it's a parody of the LeBron James "What Should I Do" ad. Oh, Have nice. you seen that? What should I do? Tell me what to do. Should I be an ad person? Should I give up advertising? Should I quit playing? Everything. Well, Brett Favre did it, and it's it's not safe for uh, for work. Uh, <laughs> Or rebroadcast, but it's, it's not hysterically safe funny. It is. I I find it inappropriately funny, and uh, so I just posted it everywhere. Uh, but search awesome. for it in YouTube. Brett Favre. What should I do? And uh, and uh, put on the headphones. It's it's he's a put on that. He's a good sport. He's a good sport. This is to Dane's point about uh, about being able to manage your identity. Uh, there's there's a guy who's a good sport or completely oblivious. And speaking of posting videos, Pete. Uh, uh, or, or Megan, we need to make sure we get this uh, fire, professional fire restoration services video uploaded. Oh lordy! This is another so best uh, best use case kind of a yeah, yeah definitely just an awesome awesome local commercial low production so value with an awesome song in the background. Um, and I'm and we look on a uh, YouTube. 
I, I just love this comment. Saying that I enjoy this commercial is a drastic understatement. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll let I'll let the comments speak for themselves. This is just fabulous. I just love you know when when we spot a great local ad, I think it's worth sharing. I and think it's one. a it's a new segment on the show. Is great local ads. We need a we need an From intro Dane. theme song. Dane's favorite local ads. And and here's a question for you. So I'm on YouTube. I've pulled up my professional fire restoration services commercial, which I think is headquartered back in New York State or something. Yeah, it's Albany. My number one suggestion on the right-hand side, top video suggestion, is called And I'm a Mormon. Wow. Promoted video, I guess. So maybe they're... See, mine is uh, Mars Needs Moms trailer. (laughs) <laughs> and then and then right below that is the Justin Bieber CSI death scene extended cut. No, that's I got that one. I got that one on. Do you there. have do you have Come Sail Away, Lexi and Stephanie? Lexi and Stephanie, yeah. which by the way, that's worth seeing. It is worth oh seeing. That's gosh. another one should be promoted. <laughs> well, this has been you know what this show is your time. Yeah, that's exactly right. Do you know uh do you know what the show has not been about really much? Is marketing. That's true. No, well, and that's the thing. Because we speak on a higher plane, what people are going to have to do, and this, this show is smart stuff, you have to draw your own marketing conclusions because we're not making them obvious. That's right. We are ascended, sort of ascended marketing beings. Yeah, we, hide, we hide the marketing info so that you, you're sort of forced to pull it out yourself. <laughs> now, so, now so go we- watch Brett Favre videos. <laughs> And think about the marketing ramifications. All right, Dane Christensen, where can people find you? Should they, remarkably, should they want to find more about you? Where would they go? <laughs> well, I, I, I'm usually speechless at this point because I've been taking a beating almost every show about Aww. how retarded. But, <laughs> but I'll just say go to about.me slash Dane Christensen, and I'm not going to spell it for you. It's a secret. <laughs> Megan, That's marketing. Megan Strand, it's a secret. <laughs> My URL, and I'm going to spell this using the phonetic alphabet. Sheen, find me at Sheen's Corner. <laughs> Megan, where can people find you? I am on the Twitter at Megan Strand, and my website and blog is encouraged, I-N-C-O-U-R-A-G-E-D dot com. And you can find me at uh, Pete Wright on the Twitter and PeteWright.co for now on uh, the web, and that seems to constantly evolve. Uh, But you can find out more about the show, most importantly, at TheNakedMarketers.com. Make sure you go there. Make sure you click on the subscribe in iTunes button to to ensure that you don't miss a single episode of Naked Marketing Goodness. Uh, and until next uh, next week, I I hope we're back next week. <laughs> Barring flood or fire, uh, <laughs> next week we'll be back with another episode of The Naked Marketers. <laughs> <laughs>